Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is November the 19th. 2018 strong hand unconfiscatable deferral of gratification and on this very special day offended by selling well i'm offended by selling every day but hey hey i think some people are they're not too offended by selling for they'll regret it though anyway i've got rocky palumbo back on the show he was on the show last monday also and he rocked it and now I wanted to bring him back again because he's going to talk about storage, proper storage, safe storage for regular people with regular knowledge, not people that are super technical geniuses because Trace Mayer was on the show last week and it was a rocking show. Check out the archives below, disruptmeister.com to see Trace on the show. But he freaked some people out when he started talking about storage, okay? He mentioned Bitcoin Core, Armory, Glacier Protocol, and a Purism laptop. And he was like, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. And people started asking, what's wrong with my Trezor? What's wrong with my Ledger? Is there a backdoor? Oh, my God. So here is Rocky to calm you all down, to explain, to talk about storage. So, Rocky, take it away, baby. Okay, Adam, thanks for having me back. Um, first off, Trace Mayer is awesome, right? He is great. He knows his Bitcoin. And uh, when Trace talks, I listen closely. So love you, Trace. But um, he did kind of freak some people out here a little bit. So let's, let's go over some of these options. First of all, online storage. Never have an online wallet. Just forget about your online wallet. Don't store Bitcoins on any type of website. Um, or uh, exchange, if you use an exchange to trade, um, as soon as your trade is done, you know, pull your coins off. You gotta hold your own coins and your own keys. It's just, you know, it's the, it's the you know, the safest thing to do. Um, uh, or I should say holding them, allowing somebody else to hold the keys is the least safest thing to do. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah. So what are the other options? I mean, there's tons of options to store your coins, right? There are, you know, paper wallets. There are brain wallets. I think I was on your show talking about brain wallets one time and how to properly make a passphrase for a brain wallet. And I got a lot of emails saying, brain wallets aren't safe. You know, people aren't good at making passwords. Um, and I'm like, okay, did you watch the show? I really stress the point that you have to have a really good password, a very long, um and 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 good password and you know anybody could look that show up to see what i said about that um okay so besides paper and brain wallets okay then you could move into um you know cell phone you could have uh wallets on your cell phone app of course i have multiple cell phones these ones here are offline they're they're not even hooked to a cell service you can actually buy a cell phone like a, a a prepaid cell phone and never connected to a service and you only connect it to your Wi-Fi long enough to download the app and uh, you know, the Bitcoin wallet app 
uh, of your choice. I prefer um, Electrum, but you can download whichever one you like um, and run it. And you have the control of always, you know, uh, only connecting to the Wi-Fi when you want. It'll, you know, it's not on a cell phone service, so it'll never connect to cell phone data. Um, and so that's a pretty safe way of saving it. Of course, you also have to write down your seed words and keep those safe and all the regular stuff there, but it's a pretty safe way. And then there's uh, software on computers, right? Now, some people say that computer software wallets are safer than cell phones. I tend to disagree. Um, also, Andreas Antonopoulos has stated a few times that cell phone wallets are safer than uh, PC software wallets. Uh, just because there's so many PC viruses out there. But um, cell phones can be pretty dangerous too if you're one of those people who just download all sorts of apps all the time. My phone, my cell phones, I limit the apps. I don't download all these, you know, the latest, hottest game of the week, candy, whatever. I, I don't mess with that stuff. My, my phones are for talking on the phone and doing Bitcoin. Um, so that really limits your risks there. So then after your, your cell phone apps and, and PC software, we can go into hardware. So here are a couple of old school ledgers, which please do not buy these. <laughs> um, I do not like the ledger line at all anymore. I've had so many uh, people with issues. Of course, you know, I help people with um, wallet issues. So that's good business for me, but I'd rather see people not make bad choices. So um, I'm, I, I totally advise you not to buy any of the ledgers anymore. In fact, these ones are being, you know, support for these are being discontinued now, um, only coming out with one later model, the uh, Nano S, these are regular Nanos. And so if they're gonna discontinue support every time they come out with a new model, that's, that's not good. Not to mention all the issues that they've had with their uh, hardware over the year. So. If you want a hardware wallet, I totally rec recommend the Trezor. Um, this is a Trezor one. They do have a new model out, the Tre uh, Model T, but guess what? They're still supporting the Trezor one. Um, and uh, so that's a way to go with the hardware. We can go into more detail about that in a minute. I'm just kind of going through the all the different options right now. So if you did want to do something like what Trace was talking about, you could get you know, that computer he was talking about, which is quite expensive, or you could get these, you know, these Raspberry Pis. And I have several models of these. This is actually a Raspberry Pi 1. This is a 2. I actually have two Raspberry Pi 3s, which I'm running nodes on. The Raspberry Pi 3 does have a built-in Wi-Fi card. These do not. So these are impossible to connect to the internet um, unless you use a physical cable, you know, the ethernet cable to plug in. So that's an advantage of using these. If you're looking to install a software uh, wallet on these, they cannot be hacked um, if you never plug them into the internet. So that's uh, basically what Trace was talking about. And um, what everyone has to do is decide what's comfortable for them. It's really no different than cash, right? Because everybody carries around some amount of cash in their wallet, in their pocket that they're comfortable with. And then you have another amount you might store underneath your bed, right? That you're comfortable with. Another amount you might store in a home safe that you're comfortable with. And then, you know, your vast bulk amount of cash, you probably, you know, uh, 
store in a bank, which of course is very safe and insured. So just like everybody has their own amount that they're comfortable with in their wallet, you have to decide what you're comfortable about uh, amount, uh, what amount you're comfortable with on each one of these uh, different options. Yes. Now I, I want I want to point out one thing for everyone that's watching this live. Pound that like button first of all, but secondly, I'm going to link to the old show that Rocky was on when he was talking about the brain wallets and I think some other storage uh, types. I, I'll I'll find that and it will be linked to in the notes section eventually. Now, what Pete? One of the things I obviously talk about the Trezor a lot, and uh, I think uh, of all the options that you talked about, that's that's my favorite one definitely. But when, when Trace started talking about the his options, <laughs> that Bitcoin Core, Armory, Glacier Protocol, and Purism, uh, the Trezor is a lot simpler, obviously, a lot simpler uh, and a lot cheaper. Uh, but people were like, well, there's good, there have to be their back doors. It's not safe. Can, can, you, can you get into that and say that there aren't back doors to the Trezor uh, and, and maybe talk a little bit more about it? Well, that's another reason why I like the Trezor, Adam. It's because it is uh, the lead guy behind the Trezor is a trusted uh, Bitcoin developer. So, um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, I, I put a lot of trust in him. So you, you have to do that if you're going to trust this device. And then you also have to do a little bit of homework. You have to know what you're buying and who you're buying it from because these devices could be modified on the way to you. So, you know, if you buy it secondhand, basically. Um, so if you buy it from the manufacturer, if you get it from Trezor, that's going to be very safe that you're getting an original model, uh, an original device that has not been tampered with. And there's lots of tamper-proof um, things with this uh, packaging. Of course, it came in shrink wrap, number one. Then there's these 3D stickers on the on each side that opens, which is the bottom and the top. Um, the the flaps that are on here are glued tight. So you destroy, you pretty much destroy the box when you open it. You cannot open it without destroying it. And not to mention break breaking the sticker. And then the device itself has a sticker over the port where you put, uh, you plug it in to plug into your USB. So there's all those things. And now uh, once you've checked all of that, also when the first time you plug it in, the device should tell you that um, there's no firmware installed and to install the firmware. And so if, if it says there's firmware installed, then that's probably not, that firmware is not from Trezor and shouldn't be trusted. It should come with no firmware. Um, and so once you download the firmware, you, uh, you, you know, you put in the latest uh, version and now you're set to go. Now, you know, you're, you're sure that this is a original device checking all this stuff. It's original device from Trezor and it hasn't been modified. Uh, I, I, I want another thing that people say it, when they become paranoid <laughs> about hardware wallets is that, that the, the recovery word, the recovery seed, the 24 word recovery seed, they're like, well, don't they know that at the, at the Trezor headquarters? Didn't did they make, where did this 20, where did these 24 words come from? Yes, and also there, this comes with a little pamphlet to write down your seed words. It should not be filled out for you. <laughs> if it was filled out for you, uh, it was tampered with. So that, that pamphlet should be blank. Um, 
and you need to put those in. But yeah, the device randomly picks them for you. And, um, you know, so uh, I, I think if there were, you know, I don't know if treasure was up to no good. I think they would have been, you know, exposed by now. Yeah, uh, it's a tremendous point. If they actually were were like, if this was all a big uh, scam, they the minute they would start to withdraw, you know, steal from people's trezors, it would be noticed right away, and everyone there would be a mass. And again, this this is not this is not what's going on. But I'm just I'm just saying it. It, it, if they were to steal from one, it would be that would be the end of it. That's the end of the trust. It only takes one bad move by a company, and and that's it. Then they're they're worthless. So, uh, no, it, they they haven't been hacking anyone or, or anything like that. There are no back doors that they're going to suddenly use. <laughs> and the, the, one thing I, I do think it's very important, to, and and people take this for granted. Make sure you write the uh, all the words down correctly. I have had well. There's a specific person who contacted me recently. That's like a, my eighth word. It, it's not one of the words. What's going on here? Um, now, if you only have one word that's wrong, um, there's only 2,048 possible words, right? So you could like <laughs> try. I mean, it would be worth it at that point uh, to, to to fill in <laughs> to try all 2048 uh, possible words. But uh, yeah, don't write them down correctly, people. Please, it's like it's 24 words and it doesn't take that long, but take as long as you want it and write in your neatest handwriting. Because again, I know someone who clearly did not write one of the words down correctly and and needs it right now. So uh, and and that's the other thing. If you like if you have some storage procedure uh, with your with your 24 word recovery seed where only one of the words is uh, like you leave off the 24th word and you think that's safe. That's not safe because someone, if someone finds your 23 words and then they see the 24th is empty, well, they'll just go through all 2048 and they'll figure it out. So don't try to be tricky that way. Uh, but what are your tips for, for storing your uh, storing your uh, private, uh, your recovery seed? Well, there's lots of different ways you could do it. Um, it all depends, again, on how much uh, security uh, you you want to put into this and, and what you're comfortable with. If you have multiple locations where you could store the, the seed words, you could break them up into three groups. Um, you know, there are 24 words into three groups of eight. So you have group A and B and C and um, make two copies of each group. And then you could hold on to A and B another trusted like family member or something could have uh, A and C and somebody else could have B and C. So if any particular house were to burn down and the seed was burnt up, um, you could rebuild it by going to two different locations and getting all A, B and C groups. Um, but each individual person couldn't, uh, doesn't have what they need, you know, couldn't recreate your wallet themselves. So, you know, if you, trusted your family members, but maybe not trust them with that much value, you know, uh, or sometimes siblings get into fights or what have you, you know, but it, it it's a way of um, storing your seed words, uh, you know, without putting 100% trust into the other person, or, you know, that's at the other location. And do you believe in uh, more than one hardware storage device? A person should have more than one? 
Well, <laughs> I practice what I preach, and I have wallets on offline computers and um, offline cell phones. <laughs> I, I also use these for, um, you know, do some coin splitting. There are certain things that I use uh, the offline cell phones for, but they also make good offline wallets as long as you keep them turned off when you're not using them. And you could also even remove the battery if you're even paranoid about, oh, you know, my phone works with, you know, even though it's turned off, they're still listening. Now, I, I want to I put, it will ask you, the skill level necessary between having a Trezor and what Trace mentioned. Is, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 there's a big, I mean, what do you think about the skill, the skill level uh, between those two? Because he makes it seem real easy. He, he, he says, you know, it's, it's just four things. Bitcoin Core, Armory, Glacier Protocol, and Purism versus a Trezor. Yeah, those are four big things. <laughs> um, the Trezor, you know, people are not, uh, you know, I've helped a lot of people with their Trezor with, you know, different hardware wallets. And there is a learning curve there. It's not, you know, like falling off a log. You have to learn a couple of things. And also when you're doing the um, installing the firmware, it's very important to look up in your browser and make sure that it's, you know, you're at a website that's HTTPS. Make sure that S is there and that little lock to the left of the address is locked. And it's, you know, it's a pretty dark color. It's like a dark gray or black in color, depending on the browser. And um, if it is unlocked and red and there's no S at the end of HTTP, you're on the wrong site. And you could be on a site that's trying to steal your, your seed words. So always look for that. Um, but so w once you know these things, it's 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 really easy. Now, now setting up the the separate hardware like Trace is talking about, that could get quite involved. Um, these things have their own operating system. So there's lots to choose from. You got to pick which operating system you want. You just put it on a little micro SD card on this model. Um, and it will boot from that, you know, offline. And then you put the software wallet that you want to use. You have to put that on, a, you know, on an online computer. You download that uh, software and put it on a USB stick. And then from the USB stick, you take it to your offline computer and install it. And then uh, I, and he talks about Armory. Uh, I, I used Armory in the past a long time ago. I, I, I tend to like uh, Electrum better. So I, I use Electrum, um, but it's basically the same thing. Um, so Electrum has an offline mode that you could create a brand new wallet with Electrum on your offline computer. Once you get the software there through a USB stick, right? You got to have that air gap between your offline computer and the internet. So the USB stick, you know, serves as a way back and forth. Um, and uh, then once you create this new wallet, write down your seed words, store them with how you feel that's, you know, safe, um, breaking them up into three groups, like I just talked about, if you like. But then in that wallet, you can get the information for all the, uh, the, um, the public keys. There's what's called the master public key you can get out of the wallet. Now you copy that to your USB drive or USB stick and take it back to your hot computer with Electrum installed on it and create a new wallet using that master public key. And so now that wallet is what's called a watch only wallet. And it will um, allow you to see all of 
your public keys and you know so that you could give them away or send them to uh, exchange to download or, you know to withdraw your bitcoin and it will go to the this key but uh it's the public key right all your private keys are safely tucked away on your offline computer so this there's a whole process here that's much more difficult than just using a treasure the learning curve here there is a learning curve but it's nowhere near as steep as doing the offline and again it's got to be what you're comfortable with if you're not comfortable not you know going through all the steps necessary to learn how to do this properly um you know you shouldn't do it uh if you don't want to learn it yourself or, you know, you could contact me and I can help you with it. That um, Now you got to put your trust in me, right? So, uh, but, yeah, uh, and, so yeah, there's a huge difference, huge difference between what Trace was saying. And, and, and so there's, if you're not, it's most people, 99% of the people aren't to the level where Trace is. So don't freak out that you're not at that level, people. He, he just went to the, you know, he talked about the Trezor. Trezor, you got to learn some stuff too, people. So that that's that's a good sign. Not everybody's using that and it is it is safe. Um, someone did uh, ask, with, with Trace's method there, do you know if you need to run a full node with the, his Bitcoin Core Armory Glacier Protocol and Purism laptop? I mean, you do not, you do not need to. Um, your Bitcoin will still be safe if you don't. It adds a level of privacy. Because when you go to look at your um, your address to see how much uh, funds are on them, if you're using somebody else's uh, you know s service, they're seeing what you're querying, right? Why is this IP address at Rocky's house always looking for this address over here on this other node? But if I'm running a node in my house and I'm just connecting with it, nobody else sees that traffic. Nobody sees that I'm I'm querying uh, uh, this address and and how much. Um, how much Bitcoin is on it. So it just really adds privacy. No, um, you know, it, it doesn't add any level of, uh, you know, security as far as somebody, you know, trying to steal your Bitcoin. And, and I want to say, you know, Trace's method is so complex and that you, if you make one mistake, you compromise the whole uh, security there. I mean, that's the thing with, with the Trezor. It's, it's just done. That's it. It's it's not that complex. There's no, there's You can't really mess up. Um, except that, I mean, again, if you're writing down your recovery seed and, and, and you wrote it down wrong, that, that would be terrible. But in terms of messing up, in terms of, uh, you know, he, he's got four different steps. I mean, you could do the, the, the armory could be something you could mess that up. You could buy the purism laptop and it be wrong, or you expose it to the internet and that just screws the whole thing up. There's, there's many points of failure in traces. Uh, and again, if you do trace this thing, it is, it's perfect. It's the it's the elite of elite, but few can pull it off perfectly. And it's not I, for me. I, I and I'm telling you, me personally, I I'm not trying that. Uh, I'm obviously not trying that. I the, I I know that the Trezor does not have backdoors and is the best of the best for the regular person who wants to learn. That, that's the way I would uh, I would put it. And I just you know again to to put put this all out there again. I mean, a lot of you are like, well, I know all this stuff already. Hey, you know, it's good to put, remind everyone because people, a lot of people are watching that trace video, by the way, it's, it's very popular video. And so I'm getting reminded like, Oh, what's, what is the question is what is wrong with the Trezor? And nothing is wrong with the Trezor. He was just talking about a super elite level. Also remember 
uh, Trace has more Bitcoin than you do. And I, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure of it. I, I, anyone watching this, Trace has more Bitcoin than you do. It's He's got a lot. He's he's done very well for himself. He wasn't lucky, uh, but he's got a lot of it. So he's got to have the ultimate elite level uh, of security. And he's a very, very smart guy. So uh, yeah, and, Trace, and, Trace has a lot of Bitcoin and everybody has more Bitcoin than me. <laughs> That's why I work for Bitcoin because <laughs> I want more Bitcoin. But, but what, what Trace does is um, th this is what, you know, like exchanges should be using you know, to keep their funds safe off offline where they can't be hacked. If, if, um, uh, what was that? The uh, boy just lost it. You know, the main exchange that got hacked years ago, okay. Mt. Gox. If yeah. Mt. Gox was storing their co coins the way Trace was talking about, they could not have been hacked. But then again, I don't believe they were hacked. I think it was Mark Carpellis was an inside job. So if it, if they were storing their coins the way Trace was talking about, and it's an inside job, uh, that, what Trace was talking about would not help that exchange. Well, again, you reminding everyone of the inside jobs. These again, there's so much temptations at, at these uh, at these exchanges for for someone working there. If they've got one dishonest actor, it's it's like out in some Eastern European or some Asian country, and he just decides one day, that's it, I, I'm I'm out of here. I'm I'm taking a run for the border. I'm ripping off this exchange. There you go, inside job right there, and it's it's easy as one, two, three. No matter how great their security is, so that's my reminder again why you don't trust a third party exchange for any of this stuff. You control your own private key. And you know, Trace's method, I'm sure we, we talk about these big financial organizations with their custodial accounts they're going to be creating for institutional investors. They'll probably do something just like, you know, Trace is uh, suggesting there. So, you know, become if you're if you're working in the field <laughs> of uh securing uh, large institutions uh cryptocurrency, then yeah, become familiar with what uh, Trace was talking about. <laughs> Uh, but but otherwise, if, if you know, you're a regular dude, you, you you have a day job. Trezor is is great, and you and you still, when you learn how to use the Trezor, you're learning quite a lot. Henry Law sent 25 Hong Kong dollars, and he says, if you can't hold through an 80 percent drop, you don't deserve a 100x return either. Pound that like button, dude. And Brian Jones sent five bucks. He says, okay, okay, now let's see. I haven't read what he says, but we might have to reply to this. And thank you, Henry, and thank you, Brian. Brian says, be careful because Trezor can also be DNS hacked and then fish your pass and pin. I love Trezor, by the way, but an offline comp and full node go a long way. Well, okay, before Rocky addresses what you said, it, it, <laughs> Running a full node, people can't. Most people can't do that. Most people can't even get close to doing that. But what what do you have to say about what Brian said there? Be careful because Trezor can also be DNS hacked and then fish your pass and pin. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, he might be talking about that uh, the HTTPS. Make sure you see that up in the in the uh, address bar. Um. Uh, I, I don't know what he's talking about there. I'd have to research that. Because again, if, you, if you've if you got your Trezor plugged in there and you're looking at your Trezor, it, it shows you where to send the address to and everything. You're pretty, if you, if 
you're, you're pretty good when you're looking at your Trezor. I mean, some people aren't going to get this. They don't have one yet, and they don't know what I mean by this. But if everything on that screen, it's not hacked. Everything on the Trezor screen is not hacked. If you type in a wrong uh, you know, URL on, onto your computer, yeah, that's not – that's not a good thing, but you always confirm everything on your Trezor, and that's that's the bottom line. I mean that that's the safety right there. Um, so I, I yeah I don't fully know what it, it can be DNS hacked and then fish your pass and pin. Well, if they if they have your password and your pin because you typed it into a, an incorrect website, what does that even mean? They don't have your Trezor. Yeah, there's no password on your Trezor. There's only the PIN number. He I think he's talking about the seed words. He means a passphrase. He means you can add that the 25th word. You can. He mean they have your. They'll have your PIN and your 25th word, which means nothing. Yes. Mean? Yeah. If, if that's what he's talking about, that means nothing because the 25th word means nothing without the previous 24. Yeah. He says one where they can. Use keyboard rec re recorders and log the keystrokes. Yeah, exactly. So they would steal that. You never type in your 24-word seed on your keyboard. You don't need to do well, that in Trezor. You don't need you to do can. that. You, you can now. They added a feature to check your seed word to make sure it's good. But yeah. you don't have to type the full word. You type the first few letters, and then you could pick from a list of words. Okay. But also, it puts it out in random order. So even if you had, if I gave you my 24 words uh, in random order, it would take you uh, hundreds of years to figure out the order, right? That that's a that's a that's a a lot of combination of 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 uh, those words could be in to to. Uh, to figure out what they what they are, so it mixes them up, and so although they might be able to get your words uh, using the Trezor one, um, it would be hard to, to figure out the order. And also, well, so uh, if you do get the Trezor Model T, everything is done from the screen on the Model T, which the a computer virus cannot see that screen. So now that's an extra la layer of security. If you are worried about uh, somebody seeing your seed words on your computer, um, uh, a screen logger or a key, key logger when you check your um, seed words to make sure you wrote them down properly. Um, like if you do that on the Trezor Model T, you do it on the screen of the device, which keeps you 100% safe. And, and again, with, with the Model 1, with the one model, you do not have, you still, there is an option uh, because I, again, with my, uh, when I tested my recovery seed with my, uh, they allow you to test your recovery seed, which is cool. To, so you, you reassured that you, you wrote it down correctly, but you can do, you don't have to type in anything on the computer with the advanced recovery seed, uh, testing method. It's all done with the tre Trezor too. So tre on the Trezor also on the Trezor one. So yeah, minimum. If you ever get into the situation where you need to test your recovery seed, don't type it in on the computer. You can do it on the uh, on on the Trezor itself. And yeah, the 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 the, the updated model, the uh, Model T, is you know even easier as as uh, as uh, Rocky put it. So if you don't have a if you don't own a Trezor yet, then I guess get the get the Model T. I, I'm a I'm a fan of the Model One, but hey, whatever. Uh, so Rocky, any any other uh, thoughts about uh, storage and all this stuff? 
Um, no, just, you know, I just like to reiterate that, you know, if you're not comfortable doing it, then probably, you know, another way is better for you. If you're not comfortable setting this offline uh, hardware up, you know, this is your, for sure, your best option right here. Okay. And here, here's a guy who says, why do you keep only talking of the Trezor, their other hardware while it's better than that? Well, we didn't. We, he talked about the, uh, the ledger also, and he said it was a piece of dung. So, I mean, there, what, what's better than the Trezor? I mean, open dime. I mean, I, I mean, I love, I, I mean, that's uh what's his face's thing uh, in Canada. And that that's cool and everything. Um, I mean, is the keep you, you want to put it on a keep key? That's I mean, that's Eric Voorhees. I mean, <laughs> uh, the keep key is awful. Do not get a yeah, keep key. So, in my opinion, do not get a keep key. Now, the, now the uh, the guy in Canada, the uh, cold card. Yeah, that is basically this in a in a little form factor, um, just for uh, a Bitcoin wallet. So it's an offline, completely offline device like this is. And you you get the transaction, you send it back and forth, a signed transaction from a, a micro USD card. So uh, I'm only not talking about that one because I don't own one. Uh, so I don't have any experience with it. But from everything I've seen and read about it, that that could be a, a very good option. Yes. It's Rodolfo Novak. I, I always mess his name up. But yeah, he's 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 awesome. So yeah, I mean, for my personal experience, the Trezor is the best one of the uh, of the storage of the hardware storage devices, and uh, yeah, so that's that's why I talk about that when I talk about the best one. Uh, okay, so uh, we've we've covered storage devices. We got a little we got a little extra time here at the end. You wanted to bring up uh, what can, this this is Rocky's topic suggestion here. Uh, what can King of the Trolls do? to be accepted back into the Bitcoin community. I, I'm looking forward to hearing this. Uh, what can he do, uh, Rocky? Well, um, probably, not, you know, uh, again, everybody has to decide for themselves if they're going to forgive this guy. You know, he he's burned a lot of bridges, I think. And um, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, what could he do to kind of make amends, you know, with this whole B, Bcash disaster that's been playing out before us this past few days um what if he wanted to trash the b trash right and come back to bitcoin what could he do to possibly make up for the damage he's caused over the years in the bitcoin community um i've come up with one simple solution and it would definitely do it for me i don't know about you or anybody else but if he did this one thing i i would definitely uh you know embrace him back into the community um, but it won't cost them a penny. All he has to do is donate the Bitcoin.com domain to the control of the uh, Bitcoin developers who are in control of the GitHub. Well, yeah, actually, that would, yeah, everybody would forgive him if he did. <laughs> um, I would. I mean, I would. That, I, that, I, that would, you know, show that he's serious about Bitcoin and ready to come back to Bitcoin. Uh, I I agree. I think a lot of people would now. For uh, I, I want to add that you know he can do whatever he wants to do. Personal responsibility is new counterculture. He doesn't need to be forgiven or anything like that. He can go his own way. He can buy Bitcoin secretly if he wants to. And you know, but if if he was interested in getting and you know 
to, to be a person in cryptocurrency, you don't need a community to, to like you either. I mean, uh, but if he if he did care about that kind of thing, if he if he wanted to, you know, I guess, uh, you know, fix some bridges that had been supposedly burnt, that would do it. That actually is a really uh, that would be quite a gesture on his. Now, I, I don't think he's going to. I don't think he wants to. I don't think he cares, but that's his business. He can do what he wants to do. Well, I, but, you know, I only say this because at once upon a time, he was very liked in the Bitcoin community. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, he people started calling him, you know, Bitcoin Jesus, um, you know, because he was so well liked. And I think a lot of those people don't refer to him with that name anymore. <laughs> they have other choice names for him. But uh, I think a lot would be forgiven with that gesture of uh, donating the domain. Well, here, Guy Bennett just sent $10 in the Super Chat. Thank you very much, Guy Bennett. He says, Bitcoin doesn't forgive. Bitcoin doesn't forget. Bitcoin simply exists, and that is enough. Yeah, Bitcoin simply exists. That is enough. But in, I, 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 that's the thing. My worst enemy could have Bitcoin, and I can't stop him, and that's, that's awesome. And uh, but in terms of we 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 all have to say there are communities that surround every coin and there's a certain vibe in all those communities and right now I don't think it's very positive toward uh, King of the Trolls um, but it would uh, I have no doubt that you know Rocky if he would want it to be positive by doing that by giving the Bitcoin.com up to some developers I mean yeah that would he, he would be just like in Lake Flynn again, man. That's, that's a, that's a very good idea. Uh, Rocky. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it. We'll leave it on that note. That's, that's very, very positive. It's just a suggestion, Roger. I mean, you could take it any way you like, but I, I think, I think it would help if you wanted to, uh, you know, any chance of being embraced by the community like you were in the past. All right, everybody. Well, it's been a great show again with Rocky in terms of storage. Don't freak out, people, if you don't have the Purism <laughs> computer, if you can't go the, the route of, uh, of, of Trace Mayer. There are reasonable options out there that are very, very safe, that Rocky uses, that I use, that everybody uses. There's no secret conspiracy backdoors and all these things. So I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to the channel, like this video, pound that like button. Click on the squares that you see there. Follow me at Tech Vault. Um, the shows will be on at crazy hours for the next couple days. I am flying back to Baltimore tomorrow. So who knows what time it'll be on tomorrow. Oh, see you guys man. later. Bye-bye. Adam, you still there? Yeah. I just want to say, uh, if you want to learn about Bitcoin, go to justlearnbitcoin.com. And uh, you could also click on consultations there to schedule a consultation if you like one. And you could just get first available or you could request Rocky if you like. Yeah, very important. That is linked to below also. You can get your one-on-one -on -one with Rocky. See you guys later. Bye-bye.